You're listening to the Bear in Mind podcast, episode number 50. Before we get started with the upcoming episode, I wanted to let you know that when I recorded this episode, I had decided that I was going to stop doing the podcast at a year's time. And since recording this episode, I have changed my mind. So I'm going to continue with the podcast. So please ignore the comments that I make about no longer podcasting anymore. And in episode number 53, I'll talk about the new direction that I would like to go with the podcast. Until then, enjoy this episode. A podcast uncovering identity, color, and love. Where driving yourself crazy is totally sane and curable. Now your host, T. Bias. Wow, it's episode number 50, which means we're coming up upon a year of this podcast. And so I wanted to make an announcement. I had said at the beginning of this podcast journey, and I I think I said said it to myself, I don't know if I said it out loud, that my goal was to do this for a year and then evaluate if I wanted to continue to do a podcast. And I was doing this podcast more for myself and for you and to see how how it would go and what I would think after a year of being committed to a weekly episode. And so I have decided to not continue to do the podcast, but not because I don't want to share content and things like that. It's actually because I'm going to go back to writing content as opposed to creating audio content. And that is really where I what I really love to do. And I have enjoyed this experience so much. So we have, there will be two more episodes after this to complete the full year up to 52. And so when I had originally planned out all of my episodes, number 50 was going to be about something else, about something I didn't like and now I love, which is every time episodes I talk about something where I didn't like it or love it. And then now I do. And so I decided for my last love episode that it's going to be about love you. And so first I'm going to talk about love the emotion. And it's it's an emotion. People talk about love in like so many different ways. Like, oh, you know, you, love is an action or it's you practice it. Well, actually, it is a feeling. And from this feeling... When we take action from this feeling, that's actually practicing love. A lot of times we can love somebody and be angry at them, but then we take action from anger by yelling at them or saying unkind words to them, even though we love them and we do have that feeling of love towards them. But in that moment, we're not taking action from love when we're taking action from anger. And so that's why love is actually an emotion. And I think it's one of the best emotions to feel in this world. When you think about someone you really love, whether that's you know a child or a romantic person or your sibling or your parents or anything like that, when you think about love, it, it feels so good to feel this emotion. And the way that we feel love is by our thoughts. And I've talked about this in many episodes. It's kind of been kind of the basis of a lot of things that I have touched on throughout the years that 
Our emotions come from our thoughts. It's based on cognitive behavioral psychology, and we are, although sometimes we might sort of get it, but we really don't see it or, or practice it and understand it in our daily lives. When it comes to love, all we have are loving thoughts. I mean, you know, you, you can even, you don't have to think about a person, but you can love, you know, maybe your car, maybe your dog or cat. And that comes all from the thoughts that you have about them. And so then the easiest way to feel love is to have loving thoughts. It's that easy. And if you're thinking about something, I mean, think about something you really love. It doesn't have to be a, a living thing. And what comes to your mind when you feel love and you're feeling it right now for that thing or person, some thoughts probably come to your mind. And so love then becomes available to us anytime to feel it. And all we need to do is think of a thought, a loving thought, and then we can generate that emotion of love. And that's where some of that gets lost when you see memes like choose love and love first and things like that. That's kind of where those memes are just shortened into two words for social media purposes. And that's what it means to actually choose love, to choose loving thoughts, feel love, and then to take action from a place of love. So now as you're thinking about that thing or person that you love, one of the funny things about that is how often do we feel that love for ourselves? I mean, seriously, how often do you actually feel that kind of good, warm feeling for yourself? And if you're anything like me, probably not very often because I did not love me. I was very much into a kind of self-loathing, everything's wrong with me. Stay in kind of this, what Brene Brown uh, refers to as a swampland of shame, that I was fundamentally wrong and I was fundamentally unlovable. And when you contrast that, when you're thinking about the thing or person that you love, it's it's such a dichotomy. And it's like, well, if we can feel this beautiful emotion for someone or something else, then by the very nature of itself, that is also available to us to have that same emotion when we think about ourselves. And here, here's why it's so difficult, because we often think that love comes from another person. And it, it actually doesn't. Like a baby inherently, a child will inherently love their parents. And even if the parents aren't very loving or, you know, it could even be quite abusive, the child will love their parents up until a certain age that they get some kind of cognitive skills and maybe they start not liking their parents. But then what we're taught in society is that we feel love because of how somebody behaves towards us. Oh, somebody does something loving to us and we feel loved. And... It's totally not true because people feel love for very different things. And I have an example is that a lot, I mean, some people love it if their partner says to them every day, I love you. And someone could very much have a thought about that that creates that emotion, love. Oh, my partner says I love you. And oh, you think that's so great. And you feel love, but only because you're thinking that it's loving, a thought that's loving and that'll create the love. 
However, in my case, that w- that's not the case. When my partner says, I love you every single day, I don't have a loving thought. I don't feel that love because my thought is, well, this is kind of a standard thing. And, oh, I, I think maybe I should always say it back when it's not something that I'm very natural at always saying that back to my partner because growing up, especially in South Asian cultures, it's not very commonplace to say, I love you to each other. We don't express it verbally. We express it in other ways. And this is where it gets kind of tripped up that we think that love comes from another person on towards us. And then that kind of inhibits our own ability to develop kind of that self-love. If we're constantly kind of taught, well, it's kind of coming from somebody else or something else or whatever. And then we don't ever actually learn how to create love inside of us for ourselves. And this has been particularly challenging for me to develop kind of this feel love about myself because I had been kind of so on the self-loathing part. And I'm slowly trying to move towards it. And it might be so quick to say, well, change your, your, you know, your thoughts about yourself, create more loving thoughts about yourself, and then automatically you feel love. But it doesn't actually work that way because you actually have to believe the thought in order to generate the emotion. Now, that's the key difference is actually believing what you're telling yourself. And so one of the ways that I have tried to kind of get that feeling for myself is to actually think about the person that I love. And so when I have those loving thoughts and I can feel that love and it's going through my body, I take that feeling and then I try to kind of give it to myself and let myself feel it and kind of see if I can generate it just just to have that feeling so that it slowly then moves towards a feeling where it is starting to come from thoughts about myself. So it, it's kind of working maybe a little backwards. But what I found is that I can't really sometimes move some thoughts from like a negative to a positive. You know, we've got those po- positive affirmations and they don't really work because they're not believable. You can't go from I'm ugly for 20 years and then the next day tell yourself you're beautiful and that's where I think positive affirmations can backfire but what is available to us is that emotion of love even if the thought that created it wasn't even about ourselves so if you have a loved one if you love your dog a child your car and you can generate that feeling that feeling you can give to yourself even if the thought that generated it wasn't a thought about yourself a loving thought about yourself I highly recommend generating that feeling of love on a daily basis because it feels really good to feel it and it's a great way to if you're struggling maybe with a little bit of self-loathing here and there like to kind of get out of that Um, trap of going into kind of that cycle of self-loathing and so I'm going to end this episode with I love you and I'll check back with you next week thanks for listening listen for a new episode next Tuesday by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform bye for now